Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here comes the deluge voice. Deluge? That's not a word, is it? No, but you're consistent. What's the, what's the real name? What's the real word? Deluge, maybe? Deluge. Well, I was close. Uh, this, the deluge voice of your, or any of those things. We, you know, it's something. It's Tom. It's Tom <laughs> for the food show here on 105.3 FM and HD 1. Two. Uh, two excuse me. And uh, here we are with another edition, another week's worth. I think we're going to put an alarm on your intro. Why? I think we're going to put an alarm on your intro. Why? After you go through enough of it, I'm just going to go, boop. Okay, starting the show. Here we go. That's all right. What? I said starting the show. Here we go. Boop-a-doop-boop. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah. You know, you say it like, of course I had a great... Uh, yes, because you were there every minute of it, so oh, well, you, know. you should know if I had a good weekend or not. But, of course, the listeners don't know. Yeah. Do we have any listeners, do you think? We have loads of listeners, and in fact, where we were uh, over the weekend... Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll start with the various things we did over the weekend. People were coming up to me and telling yeah. me the completely un... Uh, What's the word now? Yeah, so in other words, you weren't wearing a smock saying, I'm Tom Fitzmaurice, come adore me. You weren't. Well, I don't, I don't do yeah, those anymore. I know. Oh, you do? <laughs> Gosh, I'm glad that was never in my era. That's good. Well, I don't know. You might have thought I was a little cuter than, I, uh, than you think I do now. Yeah. Because, you know, really, I've come a long way since, well, whenever it was I came from. So we went to the ultimate tailgate party on. Ooh. Okay, so, so let's go back to Friday night. Friday. Friday night. Friday night, we went someplace that was just sort of just a. We were, we were going to go out to Arno's Culinary. Yeah. And then you decided that you didn't want to go to Arno's Culinary. You just wanted to go home. And then I said, oh, but Tom, you haven't eaten anything, as in anything, all day. Yeah, it happens. And so then um, so then we stopped somewhere, but I'm trying to remember where that was. That's I don't how think much we of an impression it made on us. Mm. It was someplace in Metairie right before we got on the bridge. Gosh, I'm, Are you sure? I'm aghast that I have absolutely no recollection of where that is. We yeah. probably have to look at the American Express bill. But yeah, Do we I went, have to look at that? We went someplace in Metairie, and I'm just going to try and think of where it was. It was, um, it was, oh, 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 never mind. <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's we went to I Danny's was... new place, but that needs a oh, little work. Yeah, yeah, that needs yeah. a little work. Okay, yeah. so we're going to skip over that and go to um, what we did on Saturday night, which was the ultimate tailgate party. Mm-hmm. Well, we had those yeah. guys on to talk about the fundraiser at the Covington Trailhead on Saturday night. Yeah, and they were showing and, off their hats. No, that was a different. And they thing, were, but, yeah. and they were talking about the Lagards. Jules Lagarde was the guy that that uh, Fred Rittler, who's heavily involved 
um, told the, the now Fred is the big green egg guy. Yeah. And um, nice, nice guy. Very nice guy. And so he uh, brought on one of their, as it turns out, major contributors. They have a gigantic tent. He was not kidding about how much involvement his whole family has in this event. It's a and fundraiser for children this, of various kinds. Uh, you could go down a buffet line there. There was yeah. the fried ribs, the pork fried ribs, <clears throat> which I don't know if I've ever had. Fried ribs? Yeah, there were pork that is, ribs that, yeah, that were fried. That doesn't sound quite right, does it? And then they had charcoal oysters. Yeah. Everybody and knows they those. had, at the center of it all, a pot mm. of gumbo, which I thought was extraordinarily good. Hmm. Yeah. Really uh, very, uh, very good. Uh, you were very enthusiastic about that, and quite I a few was. other people had I mentioned was. to the same thing, that how much they... And they had... Who was uh, doing that? They I, had, I, that, was the, that was Jules Lagarde and his family. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then they had at the end of it all, I mean, they had everything covered. Down at the end, there was a, a, a stack of desserts. They had um, like a saltine cracker dipped in chocolate. They had... Um, saltine cracker. What yeah, other kind of cracker some, is there? Is there I, a, think, I think you can get them without salt. You can, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know why you would dip them in chocolate. But anyway... Um, I guess that you know that whole pretzel thing. I don't know why you dip those in chocolate either. But they also had macaroons, which looked really great. You had a couple of those, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there were other booths, most of which were selling, not selling, but most of which had straight barbecue. Mm-hmm. There was an extraordinary amount of straight barbecue there. And uh, one of the people that were there uh, was. Uh, the Wow American Cafe, and they had some coleslaw and some other things there. The Wow American Wow Cafe? American Eats or Wow Ameri- yeah Wow that's American not, Eats. Wait, no, that's no wrong. Anyway, um, it was a nice event. It was uh, fortunately after that deluge for that day, and so uh, it was cool. And just a really, really nice evening. Very nice evening. A lot of the, yeah. you know, like, um, I'm, I'm glad it was like we... a Kiwanis Club kind of thing where you, you know, a lot of the, the members, I think it's called the Exchange Club, though. And, you know, yeah, people but... who are business yeah, people types, in the yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so that was, uh, that was a fun evening. And then on Sunday, we went to the lake house for brunch. I, I, I hate to say this, but I'm, I think I might have to take a couple of weekends off of uh, <laughs> From the lake house. The lake house. The lake house with this huge uh, dip. You know, uh, buffet. Buffet. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, now, does that mean that you're taking time off from the lake house period? Because they do no, the a la carte no. service in the evening, oh, sure. and we haven't done that for a while. And no, we haven't. Got a new menu. Yeah, I'd rather. So I'd, I would be. I'd be kind of interested in uh, sitting down and eating their food. That like way. a regular dining experience. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. me too. I believe we have Jules, who just heard me bragging about his gumbo on the phone. Oh, good. Was that <laughs> I, you, really, Doug? Uh, uh, Whose gumbo is that, Jules? That is Paul Prudhomme's seafood gumbo without seafood. It's with slow chicken and andouille sausage. 
Okay. I use Richard's, and I cut his pepper in half. He wants a half a teaspoon of each red, white, and black, uh-huh. and I use a quarter teaspoon. Uh-huh. And that's a, it's a, it's straight from his his first recipe book. Now, you know what? You could have said that this is an old family recipe, and I would have been most impressed. I'm impressed anyway because <laughs> no. it was it no. was absolutely fantastic. I didn't I didn't hear the first part of the show. Um, I'm, in fact, what? I was putting stuff back in the attic you from the weekend, and I came back. I, I, need <laughs> I needed to call y'all and thank y'all for coming out. We were flattered that y'all came by the tent. The family was, uh, and we had a great time doing that event. Well, that was one heck of a tent is all I can say. And you know what? I, I did not – if that was Reese Shard's sausage, I, I thought it was yes. really good. You know, I used to really love – Richards. And then for some reason Richards? I Richards. Richards. And then I went back to Savoie. But um I loved that sausage that you had in that gumbo. Richards at one time I agree was very good and they had the big nice chunks of meat in it. Yeah. And uh-huh. I find I found that they changed their recipe and their 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 meat got very small and mealy like Savoie's. And they have but gone back meal? to the that's full the, size meat. That's the, that's the thing you have to figure out. It what? didn't look like it was chopped up, though. It looked like it was a smaller sort of link, although I didn't inspect it too much. I just ate it, and I, uh, it, I ate it was, some more. It, it had been cooked twice, so uh, it was cooked, it was frozen. And, and I find okay. that when you cook gumbo and, and freeze it or chill it, it, it almost gets buttery like pudding. Uh-huh. It was great. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And uh and I I I was most impressed with all those people in that tent. Well, they were yeah, all well, the guards. You know, that was a big old bunch of people. Big bunch of people and, and everybody I, I love was... nice big families. So, uh kudos to you and it was a great it was a great uh meal. That was my dinner. Your gumbo was my dinner. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank again, thank you all for coming out to the event. I am not, a, as I said in the interview before the event, I'm not a member of the Exchange Club, but it's a great event to participate in. Um, it's fun. There are a lot of good people. Uh, and we really got slammed with um, people waiting out front to, to get hold oh, of good. barbecue shrimp and gumbo and stuff. Good. Well, I'm well, glad that it was. It looked like there were not a lot of good crowds. No, so I, I'm glad I'm it, just was, it was talking a about successful this, turnout. Talking about this makes me think about the possibility of uh, coming out with uh, a, 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 a sort of a, a, a string of uh, all of the, the charitable surroundings, like, like what you're talking about here, and all, oh. also the same idea or somewhat like it in some other city. I wonder how we stack up against everybody else in that regard. I'll bet you we're way well, yeah, ahead of You know, there's a slide L. I don't know. I've never entered it. This is the only competition I've entered. Um, but we, uh, there's a slide L red beans and rice. There's a gumbo uh, cook-off is this somewhere. All the exta- is, this um, the, is this all the exchange clubs? Well, different different Kiwanis ah, or some, uh-huh. some other club. Uh, I We also... And I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm tooting my own home. We go tailgate like we did the other night at LSU games, and we do three games a year. And we're going to do Auburn, um, 
uh, Florida and Texas A&M. And the Arbon one was auctioned off at a Boys and Girls Club fundraiser. And a local company bought the ability to bring 20 people to our tailgate uh, for $3,000. And it went to the Boys Boys and Girls Club. Well, you have a heck of a tailgate. That's all I can say. Last year, Jeffrey Hansel at Oxlot bought it for $2,000 for the Alabama game. So it's fun to do. Yeah. They weren't there, were they? I was looking for them. Were they there? The Hansels? They, they, I did not the see them at all. They, the they must have had to withdraw because of a wedding or some other event. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't they were going to be two doors down for them, and I was looking okay. forward to them. But I didn't see them at all. Yeah, I saw the only restaurant that I saw there was the Wow American Eats. I think. Okay. But I, I'm not sure if but that Ballard's. was the only one. By the well, way, it's, I think anyway. it should be say it should be said that this is not some sort of slam against the people who didn't show up no, for no, whatever no, no, reason. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying were they there because I was looking for them and I did not see them yeah. and I I would like to have had some of their food. Anyway, all right. right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. No, we we enjoyed it very much. All right, take care. Thank you. Thanks. It's the food Bye. show, and here we are. And if you have food on your mind, or if you had food on your breakfast, or you had food in your lunch, or you know wherever you had food, uh, I would really appreciate it if you would call our program and tell us exactly, well, within reason, uh, what you've been eating lately, what has been uh, really terrific, what has been rottenly terrible, and uh, share it all with us. We're not looking to uh, you know take a punch out of some. Uh, likely persons. Two six zero six three six eight. Yep, that's, that's the number it. to call if you want to join in. And you're listening to WWL FM one hundred five point three HD two. Welcome back. It's the food show. It's raining over here on the North Shore. It was uh, quite a bit uh, earlier this morning. Probably raining somewhere around where you are. But uh, you know, so what? You get over it. This is the food show. What's on your mind? What you what have you been cooking for us uh, lately? We'd love to know about that from you. And uh, you know, also, also we don't bring this up too much, but there are a lot of dishes that I'll bet you you have at earlier time earlier times in your life that you uh, really loved more than you, you do now because you don't even think about it now. Well, we would bring that up maybe if you feel like it. If you have something else on your mind, you're always welcome to work on that for us, if you could call it work. And uh, But anyway, if there's a, a place you used to go to, a, a restaurant that you uh, used to go to with your friends or your family, and you just haven't been there since, I'll bet you there's a bunch of them out there like that. You got one for me? Just you know give, it a, give it a few moments' uh, thought, and then... Uh, We'll talk about it. Or not, as you wish. You know what today is? Uh, it is Wednesday the 4th. I'm just taking a wild <laughs> guess. You know. Today is Stuffed Flounder Day. Stuffed Flounder Day. Do you day. like Stuffed Flounder? I do, but I like it better all by itself. It just Yeah, without, without the stuffing. It's a good fish. Yeah. It, and you we know, don't see it It's kind of like you call it the signature dish of the West End Seafood Restaurant. It I was. totally agree with that. Totally uh, agree with that. I think Brunings had a good one, didn't they? I, I was about to say that that was the one. Yeah. Uh, it was thought of as being, first of all, the best dish on their menu over at Brunings, and also as the best version of... Uh, th- those flounders that they used to get, those big flounders. You know who? You know who has them all the time now, though. Who? Um, the Pelican Club. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's almost always on their menu, those big, big... Speaking uh, of which, they're extending uh, their culinary. Oh, that's still going on, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah good. We have to go to another one or yeah. two. Anyway, so. they have extended their culinary and... Um, Hey Matt, come extend that culinary over I have to look at the exact date for their culinary extension. But they, uh, the, the Pelican Club is far and away the best of the culinaries because the menu yeah. is much, much more uh, extensive. It is their menu during the summer, and they have ten choices to everyone else's three. Yeah. So uh, that is going on still. Get on over to the Pelican Club and try. I don't know if the flounder is on the menu, but um, it comes but and goes. But they usually lots do have and it. lots of other things. Anyway, today is the Flounder Day, and you were mentioning um, the rest, the West End. I didn't realize there were twelve restaurants in one block in that West End area. Is that right? Uh, How could there be that many? Let's, let's see what I can do. I'm, I'm not going to promise. We've done to this get... once before. Well, let's try it again. Okay. Brunings. Um... We'll start on the other end because it's easier. <laughs> okay. All right. Fitzgerald's. Fitzgerald's. Okay. Um, the Bounty. The Bounty. The uh, There was a place called the K&J. What is that? Never heard it of was, that. It uh, was, they, they were the, a specialist. That was, that was on the, on the, that was like right in that lineup there? It was. Okay, it, so yeah. where's Maggie and Smitty's fall in? Maggie and Smitty's, the, the crab net, the, yeah. the one that had the, the cats yeah. wandering around. <laughs> um, yeah, they were, yeah. they were uh, almost exactly the, the mid, middle. the midpoint yeah. between Fitzgerald right. and, uh, and what was it? Fontana's was one. Was of one to, also they had Swanson's out Swanson's, there. Swanson's, which had, had the distinction. Brunings. Swanson's had the distinction of having uh, the West End restaurant that had actual parking facilities, and they were free. Whereas I when that comes back, if they're going to do a better job with that, I certainly oh, they hope so. Help that, but do it. You're right about that. That was the most dreadful situation with the with the parking. I mean, come on, you can't expect all those restaurants to have yeah. a parking situation like that. But anyway, I I was never a real fan of the stuffed flounder. Was it always grilled, or did you could you get it fried? Grilled, fried, however you wanted it. it so they would stuff. They would stuff the dressing into like a little pocket, mm-hmm. and then they would fry it. Yeah, they'd they'd have to work a little bit on the, uh, on the on the bones in there because they had up near the top of the fish there were these little pieces about maybe an inch point three long of those little wind uh, those little uh, uh, bones that run just along the outside on top of the main part of the fish. And uh, uh-huh. that put off a lot of people, but it was easy enough. If you were to swallow one of those, you wouldn't die. You wouldn't even be affected by it. Now, you also had that Fury's But I would sells, check a doctor first. Sells the flounder, the whole flounder, too. Who? Fury's. Fury's, uh, yeah, that's a major specialty of it. So is it hard to find flounder now? Because you said it was Comes the population was in decline before Katrina. Yeah, it's, it's another one of those fish that's been affected by the fact that the Mississippi, excuse me, the uh, Lake Pontchartrain uh, has a lot of, of kind of salty or, or non-salty. Is, is the problem. Is it supposed to be a saltwater it's fish? It's supposed or? to be, yeah. yeah it is. It's a it's gulf fish, right? A gulf fish. Okay, so saltwater so, for sure. 
Okay, so the flounder has the distinction of being the fish lowest in fat. Oh, that's nice. It is. That's right. I, I, I mean, but, but you know, that's nice, but it's also not nice because fish oils are really good for you. So the fact that salmon is a really high-fat fish is actually mm -hmm. a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, the full moon in August is known around New Orleans as the flounder moon for this beautiful, round, moon. silvery, delectable denizen, I like that word, of Gulf waters. So I guess uh, the full moon, has the full moon passed for August? Yes. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, about yeah. a week ago. Oh, well. Have you, ever, have you ever done that, Tom? Have you ever gigged for flounder? I have, and I, I accomplished. I'm surprised you didn't hit your foot. I did. <laughs> it went right through it. Would you like to see it? No, are you serious? I was joking. I Is wasn't. that true? Yes, it was. <laughs> Tom, Isn't that only, awful? You know, these women, they you laugh could, at your, only, your awful despite. you could do that. You seriously stabbed your no, okay. I no, I I got gigged. I gigged myself. <laughs> when was that, Tom? Uh, seventy-five. Were you 76. with? Were you with someone? Uh, yeah, a few people. One oh of one gosh. of whom was laughing at his girlfriend. <laughs> Not smart. Oh, did she gig herself? Uh, or were you the only one? Yeah. You're the only one who actually gigged yourself, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you do it on a full moon? Did you? Uh, in those days, I didn't like seafood. Oh, really? Hard to believe, isn't it? It really is. That is hard to believe. Yes, now, I, I eat seafood where, more than anything. Where do you? Where did you do this? On Gulfport. Oh, you went to Gulfport. Mm -hmm, okay, yeah. so if you were going to try this yourself, and don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. What, whatever your reason don't is. Don't do it with Tom. Forget about that's, it. That's it. Don't do it with Tom. Okay, so if you were going to, okay, let's just say you were going to ignore that advice, as I would for sure. But let's just say you wanted to try it. How do you do it? Uh, you uh, take How far out off. do you go? How far out do you, why do you have to take your shoes off? No, you don't have to no, take you them shouldn't off. But a lot of people off. do because You they, probably would have done a lot better without with your shoes on. Well, well, that's the whole point. Oh, but your shoes were probably wingtips, so you couldn't wear those. Well, that's always a problem water. for me. All right, so how and far out ties, do you go? You know, how the ties get all ruined. I'm in surprised me. you didn't gig a tie, too. All right, so how far out do you go in the water? Oh, 20 feet. Oh, really? That far? Maybe not. You know, it's you. You know how things are at the Gulf Coast. You you walk up there and and it's. You know, why would Why would the fish that know they're going to get gigged come in that close? Because they're stupid. They're fish. That's. <laughs> I mean, I think if you give it a little bit of thought, just. Hey man. What, did any of the people that you were with that night? You only did it once, right? It took me to the hospital is what oh they did. Oh my gosh! Oh Tom, really? Okay. Yeah, so yeah, were there don't worry any, about were it. Were there any fish? Laugh at my uh, my. <laughs> were there any fish that were caught before you caught yourself? I wasn't paying attention to them anymore at that point. No, but I mean, before I, that, you would have known if there were fish uh, caught. Even like, if if I had, I oh would not gosh, not be Tom. remembering it because. But this <sighs> other thing was uh, 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 uh. nobody accused me of being, you know, the smartest <laughs> sportsman in the world. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of sports, congratulations yeah. to the Little Leaguers. The Little League, huh? The World Champion Little Leaguers. That's what I wanted to talk about yeah. today. I wanted to ask anyone, what is the best thing 
and this is really going to be a stretch to even think about, but what is the best thing that you have ever had at a sport event? Uh, the I, best food that you have ever had at a sport event anywhere, because we don't well, have any decent food here. Yeah, but I've got one. What was that? You went uh, to a sporting event? I did, yeah. Know? And specifically for the one dish that I got, which I oh, did. Oh, you went to the event to I went eat? to the event. I oh. ate a hot dog. I had a beer. It was a, a beer with a German name. You were trying to be like the everyman for a change? No. Nah, I, I, Where I'm, was I'm, that? I know a lot of them, but I'm Where not was up to the, the point. Where was that? Huh? Huh? Where was that? Wrigley Field. Oh, so you actually went to Wrigley Field and, and had... Chicago. Uh-huh. On the train. Ah, okay. As uh-huh. I always do. Okay. And you had a hot dog at Wrigley Field. Yep. Were there lots of things to eat at Wrigley Field besides a hot dog? Yeah, How but long everybody... How was this, in the 70s ev- or something? Everybody ate hot dogs. Yeah, when was that, in the and 70s? And the, the beers were... It, I, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was a German name, and everybody drank beer at the Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember anything that I've had at a sport event that was worth even remembering. That's not, wait, that's not exactly true because doesn't Messina's have a little booth at Zephyr Field and they serve jambalaya, that, which is pretty oh, good. I think oh, Messina's oh. does a really good oh, job. No, no, let's. We, uh, Messina's I, does a really. I didn't good know job. where you were going with this, uh, but now that's that you're saying that makes it easy. Uh, Messina's, in addition to all the other things, its restaurants and, and all the other things that it's done, they always have maintained a very substantial uh, profile Profile in terms of uh, putting forth the, the food at events. Well, they're caterers. They're caterers. They're primarily caterers. Yeah, but a lot of people think of it as a restaurant. Well, you know, if you were if and you grew up think... in Kenner back in the 50s and 60s, it was a restaurant. Yeah. And it was a very good restaurant. Did I you remember. like it? Did you like it? I did indeed. I yeah. I thought it was a charming restaurant. Very nice. It yeah. was it had those very low ceilings. Good roast beef, poor boy. Is that right? Yeah. Um it was an Italian restaurant. And a really a New Orleans restaurant. Yeah, in Kenner. And they were from, you know, Sicily. Yeah. And and um, it had that Creole Italian thing going. And I thought it was a really good restaurant. And then mm-hmm. they, what, when did they stop a la carte service? It was, it you, was fairly recent the, the, history, the, wasn't it? The thing that I think about first is the uh, airline airport, uh, the uh, the. Lakefront Airport, excuse me. Well, that's, they, they're doing that now. Yeah, they're doing that now. But I'm talking now, about back in the day when they had a la carte service at the location oh, I, on, I'm sure they just routinely, on Williams Boulevard. I'm sure they just routinely did it for years and years and years because I can't remember the place without that. Does anybody know, uh, anybody know the Messina story better than us uh, of when they might have closed? I want to say it closed with Katrina as an a la carte restaurant, but I could be totally off could base. Could be. I don't Because then you have to realize that's 13, 14 years it's ago so now. Long. You know what? So I'll, I'll bet I you think that's, that's what it is. I think they closed with Katrina I'll as bet an a la carte restaurant. I'll bet, I'll bet you that there are people here listening to us who said, oh, yeah, the Mandinas, they, we, they were essential. No, uh, Messina, Messina. Messina, excuse Messina. me. Messina. Messina. 
and uh, and just actually, I think the Messinas are way better than the Mandinas. But anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. You are listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. Hello, welcome back. You are listening to the Food Show, unique in America. Really, I'm not just saying this to brag on our own uh, our own stick. Ooh, I don't know if we should be bragging. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this show, but anyway. Well, anyway, we uh, uh, people who hear about this program all over the country uh, say, "Gosh, I've never heard of that." Put a radio show about nothing but food every day. Well, we do it, and we're proud of it. And uh, and if it seems exceptional in any way to you, tell somebody about it, would you? And tell them when we're on, which is basically basically around lunchtime every day. So, mm, so you're eating lunch pretty late these days, then I well, guess. Well, you know, lunch can move. Anyway, anyone have any memories of Messina's out in Kenner? Because Messina's was uh, kind of a neighborhood restaurant it for was, us. Yeah. My family never went out to eat, but if we did, we would certainly have gone to Messina's. And I did go at one time or another, but that was that was sort of. I won't say toward the end, because that was probably in the 80s, but I always found it a very charming place. It was absolutely the epitome of a neighborhood restaurant. And the nepotome, too. Yeah. And uh, and I thought the food was really, really good. And now they are, if I'm not mistaken, and I absolutely could be, because the last time I was at Zephyr Field, I'm embarrassed to say, was when... Um, Jude was in the Cub Scout, not the Cub Scouts, but the the Boy Scouts. Yeah, I was so there too. So we're talking probably. I was a Boy Scout We're talking Scout 12, 13. No, we're talking like 15, 16 years ago. Um, so I have, I you know, I have a, I have no frame of reference from which to speak, but. You know, it's a radio show, so I'm doing it anyway. But um, last I heard, Messina's was doing the food out there, and I remember getting some jambalaya from them, and I thought it was really, really good. But the question was, uh, based on the the fact that we have some uh, world champion little leaguers here, and congratulations to them, um, it, Had you have you had any exceptional, exceptional, food at a sport event ever where was it and what was it because really sporting events are not known for their good food <laughs> you know what i found absolutely astonishing no tell me um and, and i know this is happening all over but i i find it kind of creepy i no. i'm i'm repulsed by it. it's repugnant oh uh-huh um my niece graduated from college. She went to the University of Maryland back around Katrina time. And um, we went to our graduation, and it was in the Verizon Arena up there. And the concession stand was open and people while they were calling out degrees people were standing in line for those awful yellow cheese nachos at a graduation why would there's they be something doing that? appalling about that well, i what, find how, how, how would such a thing of course graduations in and of themselves have become sort of not what they used to be i mean I used to love to go to graduations for the 
pomp is it pomp and circumstance no that's the president's song what's the da, 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 da. what is that i think oh, that, it is. yeah it I, is. Was, I was oh, thank to you, say Doug. the same thing yeah. anyway um I used to love that, but now everybody's yelling at graduations and eating cheesy nachos, and it's it's kind of sad. But you know, who can lament that on a food a show? A lot of people have. As usual, we've gone off in a million different directions. We started off with flounder, and the West End, and uh, Tom was naming the twelve different restaurants that were there. I don't think it was twelve, Tom. I made a list and published it several times. Of, have, of the West End restaurants? You need to yeah. drag it out again because they're going to fire that up again. I'm going to have to find it. They're going to fire but, it uh, up again. I, was, I used to do it every I every springtime. I do hope if they do go back out there. Yeah. I I hope. I mean, look, if you're going to go out look. there yeah? and okay. take the chance on being out there to begin with, you might as well. Yeah. Why? What's the you problem? You might there? as well. Well, they got wiped out. But you oh, might as yeah, well yeah. make it. You know, kind of like it was before, where you would be on the water and have to walk over the water on those little um, piers into the restaurant. I mean, that was a huge part of the charm out there. What? I thought. No, I I thought it was a huge part of the charm. But you know what? Back in the day. That day again. Yeah, back in the day, um, people weren't, I don't know, maybe they... Like I don't know if I was a if I was a restaurant right now, I would be concerned about like little kids falling in the water and stuff. Like and well, that. you should. And I'm sure there were lots of little kids that fell in the water back then, but uh, the the ramifications for it probably weren't as great as they would be now. So I guess nobody is going to do that. But that's too bad. Yeah, let's forget it's too about that. Bad. That's that's too bad, and and we ought to do what we need to do, but. Uh... Just, what is that? Skip past that. What? Skip no. past the walking out on the pier? All, all no, no, all or, the all the, the funny things the, that, that keep you end. from it, right. enjoying right. your Gregory life. is here. Perfect timing. Gregory, come on in. Welcome to the food show. And remember, the balloons there are, are many, available. There are many avenues of memory lane for you to walk on here, Gregory. Which one are you starting with? Okay, well, I'm 61, and I uh, got my first job at Fontana's, and I was a busboy there. What a wonderful, wonderful job that was. Uh, Then I worked over at the Bounty for a while. So it was a very... uh, What's his name? John Fury was from. John Fury, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's Did you work for John Fury? um, Yes, I did. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. I could talk about it for a long time. However, um, they're not going to redo the restaurants. <laughs> they're not going to redo the restaurants out there. The restaurants are all in an area that would impede the water flow as far as the uh, yeah. Corps of Engineers is uh-huh. concerned. But, but one spot where Fitzgerald's used to be, back in the corner, all the way to the right, that spot is still available, and they are going to open up a restaurant there, yeah. and they just haven't nailed down what they're going to do. So there will be one restaurant. Over the and, water? Uh, Over the water? Yeah. Yay! That's what we've been told. That's what we've been told. Now, I live in, in one of the boathouses out there, so that's why oh, I know Oh, so you are speaking from some authority here. A little bit. Okay. And uh, that's what the scuttlebutt That's what the scuttlebutt is at the at the. West End area. 
But uh, well, they yeah, are going to be redo really, it. really nice if they did all those restaurants again. Wow. Yeah, it would. Um, it would. Yeah. How was so, how was Fontana's? Did you did you uh, like Fontana's better than the Bounty? I don't know if I ever set foot in Fontana's. Uh, it was not open like, as long like as Fontana's the rest of because them. it was a lot of local people and they served a lot of boiled seafood there. A lot of boiled seafood learned, to go. Uh-huh. But it was yeah, uh, it was and, a, it was one of the earliest ones in the French uh, in the uh, West End uh, Park West End. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they shut down early on. You you know who um, is connected? If you want to know anything more about Fontana's, if you go to uh, uh, oh, the uh, the place on the uh, uh, canal, uh, Saint. Wait a minute, it's not Saint Canal. There's something. <laughs> anyway, it's, the it's, Fontana's it, people are out there somewhere, huh? Yeah, they are. Uh, but uh, okay, uh, you know, right across well, from Jackson where... Square. Uh, oh, yeah. okay, in the Pentalba buildings. Uh, well, not really. Okay. Just right across <laughs> the street from it. All right. So um, we we have to where, figure this out. That's where I learned how to pick crabs. I, I, yeah. I, I think I could pick crabs better and, uh, than anybody. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, we should, maybe we should get a uh, we should get a uh, a throwdown together of crab picking people, yeah. but Absolutely. not the professionals. I seriously doubt. I seriously doubt that you could uh, pick crabs with some of the ones who have been doing it for fifty years. You oh, weren't no. actually picking crabs as your job, were you? So when it was slow, they uh, required that I would help them pick crab. Oh, really? They picked their own crab meat, and they didn't buy crab meat. They picked it. So there were so many oh crabs back then. Gosh. It was crazy, crazy nuts. But y'all uh. were talking about gumbo earlier, and there was this guy on there that was uh, doing a gumbo cook Yeah, from Paul Prudhomme. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, well, we just made a gumbo Saturday, and... You know how much it costs to make a gumbo? Two gallons yes. of gumbo is about seventy-five to eighty dollars to make. <laughs> well, if you know you the old gumbo lump crab meat and shrimp and oysters, which are about eight dollars a dozen right now, unless you buy a half a gallon or a gallon. It is okay. a mess. Now, why did you do that? Because you just said you are a master crab picker. So why didn't Correct. you buy crabs and pick them, and then you wouldn't have had to use the jumbo lump? What? Well, I like nacho cheese uh, things that you don't like, and you like lots of fast food, so we won't go <laughs> why I didn't pick them. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, nacho, you were... I, think, I think once a year nacho cheese with jalapenos is the best thing from Coca-Cola, but oh, you can't have seriously? them too often. Oh well, my promise God. me you'll so never promise me you'll never do it at someone's graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Okay. All right. Uh, just to wrap up this. Uh, that means you're being booted out. Uh, I'm sorry, Gregory. Just, Tom gets to the just, point where he uh, just goes, "Okay, that's no, it. We, the we, end. Goodbye." We're, we're just balancing. Have you ever? We, can Wait I just ask him one question, Wait a second. Tom? Just let me that finish this. Muriel's on Jackson Square Okay, is the place I was trying to figure out just a couple okay. of seconds ago. And the uh, the reason I bring it up is that the Fontana family also owns that. Oh, well, Muriel's? Wait, Muriel's. Wait, 
I was about to say, I was thrown for a loop. This wasn't that Gregory. But uh, I love the fact that you called Gregory. Wait, wait, hold on a second. You're talking about, um, you're talking about, uh, gosh. The guy who owns it. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's where he grew up uh, learning his. I did not know that. uh, Now, where, the question now is, where is, um, is it Sam Urata? Sam Urata. Where are the Uratas? Because they are the Brunings people. Where yeah. was Fontana's? Was it tucked away behind, uh, around um, uh, Fontana's? Brunings? Um, Did Gregory leave? I don't know. We have Gregory number two then. Did Gregory leave? Gregory. I guess he did. Oh, wait. Which is on the phone now. Gregory number one left. Okay, bye, Gregory. We had more to say, but anyway. Hi, Gregory number two. <gasps> Gregory, you're number two now. I got Gregory number two. That's the oh, thing. man. You had it I'm all copyrighted. Now you're Gregory number two. That's oh. okay. I don't care if I was one or three or even okay. 17. Actually, that's okay. my town number, 17. No, oh, okay. that matters no. anymore. <laughs> well, stay Mindy, tuned for Mindy that. Mindy gave me that town number. Miss Mindy, no. the lovely Mindy, gave me Stay tuned because chow numbers are going to come back with the new nomenu.com. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, that's going to be terrific then. I'm going to have to get in line for a new number, I suppose. Yes, you will. All right. So oh, Gregory number two, step up, to the, step up to the time warp. Come on in. Now, what I remember growing up in that part of Metairie and Lakeview when I was a kid is Fontana's and Swanson's were right next to each other right. on the lo- – on the right-hand side, if you came over that old wooden bridge over the 17th Street Canal, you had Brunings on the left, yes. Papa Roselli's. If you kept going straight, you were going to run right into right. Papa Roselli's. Yep. And if you, An Italian restaurant pay, in the middle of a seafood restaurant. <laughs> it ain't right, and it had a tree growing through it, and it was actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, I that's right. And they I had, don't know they anything had, of what you're talking they about. They had Christmas tree Papa Roselli's. Oh, it was all the way it was around. There for like 40, 50 years no and, kidding. And uh, meatball and spaghetti and veal parmesan were impeccable. Uh, I'm just saying. Wow. But Swanson's and Fontana's were right next to each other. And then, of course, it, as you went down from Brunings, you went down. You, of course, you ran into the bounty. And then all the way in the great way corner was Fitzgerald. But the great thing about that was if they were packed, you could always get into one of the places. Yeah. And like Tom says, they had... They had the same menus, basically. The seafood. Yeah. But was it the you same execution? The was it as no. <laughs> was it as good? I mean, what was your favorite? Just there must oh, have yeah, been one that was better, better than, than the others. Yeah. But I was a kid, and when I first started, well, I never did like crabs, and I've already spoken about that many times on the show. But anything fried or boiled, like seafood, or well, I like raw oysters, but. Give me a plate of fried shrimp when I was a kid with some French fries, and I was a happy camper. Yeah. Or, yeah. or if we ended up at Papa Roselli's, give me a meatball and spaghetti dinner, yeah. you know, with the garlic bread, and it was Good really idea. terrific. And then there was Maggie and Smitty's when it was really crowded. They yeah. had those tables. You could outside. eat a cat. So the thing. Yeah, oh boy, that place was. That, <laughs> that's 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 a great memory. I mean. Oh man, then, the cats! You gotta be kidding! Oh. Wow. <laughs> but they also put out a bunch of uh, boiled seafood there at Maggie and Smitty's, and they were really known for their crabs, but they but they did shrimp, and they had raw oysters, and they also had fried food, and it was amazing, and the food they put out of that little kitchen, and all the tables yeah. were outside. I don't, I yeah, don't but know did you have else. to fight the cats for it? Did the cats ever jump up to oh, try yeah, and get the food? Oh, yeah, the cats were everywhere <gasps> along that seawall fence. That yeah, but did they ever jump up on the table like cats do? Oh, yeah. Sure oh, God, did. that's Actually, disgusting. They oh. would do that outside at the bounty, and they did that outside 
at the back deck at uh, Bruning's in the Pier Orleans. I don't know if you remember the Pier Orleans. Sure it had been there for a long time. Oh, I wonder what would happen to all those cats at Katrina. Oh, well, I don't if, think you know, of Katrina. <laughs> oh, you mean the cats? I'm sure they're long Yeah, cats. I don't want to think of it, yeah. But there were so many places to eat, <laughs> and it was like, like Tom said, the seafood joints basically had the same menu, and you had that one little place, Papa Roselli, still in Italian. That's food. crazy. I don't think I ever, ever noticed that place. Yeah. You know what, talking about this? It was a joint, too. It really was. It yeah. was. It was you very homey, talking... family-owned, and uh, very, very mm-hmm. proud people. Very, very That was a really people. big loss to this city, that whole West End. Oh, man. I still I drive mean, my car down there at least once a week and do the little loop around West End Park. And it, it seems like they're trying to revive it a little bit. No, they are. They absolutely are going to do that. But you know what's really sad about it? I, as I listen to you talk about it, I'm thinking you mentioned so the old memories. wood bridge, you know, and I just oh, that feel old wooden bridge. so, well, yes. you never see that again. I know, I know. Uh, you know, because you, you can't, you, you can't get in there. You know, it's like they have that no, no, road no. down there. I forgot the, about uh, Sid It's all by the state and the Corps uh, yeah. of Engineers yeah. own own that 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 stretch from Hammond Highway all the way to the lake is all industrial and pumping. It's really sad but, though, know, but I remember I that little road. Even though it's not West End, it was considered town. Sid Mars really took yeah. a hit, and my friend Kent Burgess yeah. and his family really yeah. lost a lot. He's, he's still yeah. fighting the government. Trying to, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, now he's doing a good job. He works for the Blue Club right there. Oh, does at, he? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's you know, that's just so managers. sad, though, because they yeah. tried to relocate at what is now Oh, Andy. I know they were at the place where, yeah. uh, where uh, Andy's is. Yeah. is now, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, some, yeah but yeah, it just never it just never caught on from that one no. spot. You know, it's like no. that was an era, and that era is, is over, and that's it. You know, a friend of mine. Somebody... We went to elementary school together. <laughs> You know, there, his mom there are, and dad were friends of my dad. There are people who are listening to this and wondering, what is with these people? Uh, they, they're just <laughs> raving their memories, on huh? about shrimp. And uh, that's uh, how <laughs> you understand now? it, is when you go to a place like that and you put a smile <laughs> on your face and you get together with all your friends and you, you eat them up. And uh, you want to do it many, many times again. This is living in New Orleans. You know what would be interesting? Exactly. Sunday afternoons, Tom and Marianne were going to West End Park and having seafood after church. Yeah. That was that, you that, know, that was You know what afternoon. would be interesting now, though, is if you could blindfold yourself and uh, have. Wow, yeah. And Why? have. Well, that would be interesting. No, and, no, no, and have. <laughs> if, you know, like, let's just pretend you, you could go. do a time warp. And you could get a meal from back then and one today. And I'm saying this like this is 200 years ago. It's really only 15 years ago. All right. Well, let's do it starting yeah. right now. Yeah. It, first course. It's only about who, who, 15, 16 years ago, time, but it seems like 100 years to me. One, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? One at a time so we can it make some sense like on it. It seems like 100 years okay. ago. Okay. First course in this project. Who's, well, who I, wants to I be don't, first? I don't know because I didn't eat that much out there. Obviously, well, you obviously a lot well, of people were listening to us. That is too bad, Marianne. If, if right. you were doing a dine around, would it be Papa Roselli's? Oh, Greg? yeah, for the sure, Italian food was actually superb. And they didn't, they, back then, there was only two restaurants on Old Hammond Highway. There was there was Benny's White House, which was another terrific seafood restaurant, Tom. I never even heard of that. Way back when. And then there was Dini's, was actually on the corner of Hammond Highway and Lake Avenue, a block away from yep. where it is now. Mm-hmm. Which is some kind of Thai restaurant. 
Yeah. Nothing ever seems to be able to make it. Nothing there. could ever. Mm-hmm. Something will, because eventually yeah. something is the is the breaker on that. Yeah. What is this mm-hmm. white place? I've never even heard of it. Where Denny's was that? White House was there for like thirty yeah. years. Where was where the, was that? The corner of Lake and on um, Hammond Highway, Highway. Chickasaw. Chickasaw. No, that was on oh. the other Chickasaw, end of uh, one block where. where yeah, that's where you have to turn off a of Hammond Highway and get on. And then there was a great little, there was a very classic restaurant on Hammond Highway way back then, Tom, too. Remember Chateau Filmar? I sure do. That was run by oh, a gay Oh, boy, was uh, that a gem. Do you remember his the, the guy who ran that? Do you remember his name? I don't know. I don't remember his, his last name, name, however. I, his name was what? F- Fitzgerald. He was the Fitzgerald from oh. Fitzgerald in, in Bucktown. So the Philmar, I got you. Philmar, P-H-Y-L-M-A-R, yeah. Philmar. I think I actually might I have gone there with it. you, Tom. Everybody went there. I think That's I the gone place there Joe Sobel took over, and it became Joe's Cafe yes. for a while. It was the same building. Yes, uh-huh. but, yes. But, but for years it was Chateau Philmar, and it was kind of, it's like, a, it, it was an old house. Yeah, and it was an old house. It had two, yeah, it was an old house, and it had two deer deer statues in this big grassy lawn and you had to drive around and park on the side and 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 in the back because the whole front of the restaurant was it was like the lawn in front of your house it had a fence around it so it couldn't even park on him and that way you had to go around the corner but the okay gregory you're gonna leave us with one last question okay yeah if you could snap your fingers and bring back any one of the restaurants but only one of the ones that you have just talked about so effusively, which one easy, would it be? Easy, without even Brunings. a blink. Brunings. 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 I think that was Brunings. the best one, for sure. It was yeah. the best. Yeah, it was All right, Gregory, as always, right, so long, wonderful guys. to go down memory forever. lane with love you. you. Love yes. you. Bye-bye. Yes, yes. Wow. Um, Anytime you talk about uh, the, the West old End. Days. The West, no, but the West End is special old special, days. The West special. End was... It's just sad. And here's one more little touch. I think I have time for it. Uh, in the area we were just talking about was a, a pretty good-sized house, which was uh, architect. What do you do when you you are an architect in a building? Design. Uh, Marianne's big brother did a built house. Did a house there. Oh no, it's a big, massive operation there. It's well. not just a house. Anyway, all right, uh, that's still there too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.